can't drink like me, you can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh my goodness. everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hole in None Fantasy Golf Podcast with me, Words, and my neighbor, VJE, Mr. Dodi Fayed. On tonight's podcast, Kurt Kiyama wins the API at Bay Hill. Nobody had him, but we'll look at the BLC leaderboard all the same. And then, Johnny, PGA Tour flagship event, the Players' Championship at TPC Sawgrass. We got the featured groups, shit picks, plus a very, very special guest picker and a very late submission to JE's casting couch that I'm sure we're going to dive right into. Hello, Johnny. Hello, words. Uh, How's it going? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about this show. I don't know how I feel about the news. I don't know how I feel about my picks. That makes two of us, Bob. Yeah. Uh, I have lost sleep, as I mentioned to you. I have lost sleep over who I'm going to pick this week. It's definitely it's the Perseist event of the year, as it was last year. But this is a new record: four point five million dollars to the winner. You know what's crazy? I just kind of heard about this last year. They set the all-time tournament record for twenty million dollar purse. Now those are a dime a dozen, mm-hmm. almost literally. Yes. The year before that, the highest purse, like two point five, it was the U.S. Open at twelve point five million. Twelve point five total. Yes, that was after COVID. Yeah, crazy. Time flies. Hey, inflation. Percy, these, these motherfuckers are getting richer while we're still having to pay fucking ten bucks for a goddamn sandwich at uh, Jersey Mike's without yeah. chips. You ever suck dick for a weed pen? <laughs> no, me neither. Uh, speaking of that, I guess, you know, here in Oklahoma, our recreational weed dreams died yesterday yeah. in, in that on the vine. Yeah. I, I, uh, it, as I've always said, it doesn't matter to me cause I, I can get, say. Hey, I've, I got plenty of crack dealers around town. <laughs> no, uh, I was, you know, that was, that was somewhat deflating, but whatever. Yeah. You just gotta go fine. to Will Rogers World Airport and do a little toe tapping. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, words as you mentioned, uh, this this world is is ever changing, and we got news that dropped today that continues to evolve, involving my favorite person in the entire world. No, not my daughter, Tiger Fucking Woods, his ex girlfriend. At first, who's a, who's a real bitch. It broke this first. <laughs> who Tiger? My daughter. No, no, no. His girlfriend. His ex girlfriend. Erica. Erica. So we've talked about Erica in the past. Kind of didn't know what we she he saw in Erica. She must be a freak in the sack because she's not very hot and she's not very young. Like she got things. a lot hotter, kind of as their relationship built up. I felt. I, like. I, w- I wonder why. Yeah, I know. Um, but what it, I got hornier. What started out as him, the news that had broke was that she was suing him at basically to declare a non-disclosure agreement that she had signed as unenforceable. And and there's laws apparently in place that if if something that involves sexual assault or I believe sexual misconduct uh, or harassment, there is actually a law that makes NDAs like basically... Null, null and void. E- exactly. It's a new law by Sleepy Creepy Joe. You know when he signed that, Hunter was like, God damn it, Dad, what the fuck? <laughs> you know how many NDAs I have out there? Exactly. They're all worthless now. Yeah. I, I video myself smoking crack, but I have girls sign MD- NDAs. Um, but anyways, since, I mean, you came and sat down here and you, you brought it up and literally in the last 30 minutes, more news has come out that... Erica Herman is allegedly suing Tiger for $30 million after he kicked her out 
of their Hobe Sound home there in Florida, which that house is fucking awesome. It's the one that you see with the satellite view where he's got, like, oh. several holes in the backyard, beachfront. I'd, be, I'd be pissed too, Erica. Not gonna lie. And, and apparently, you know, she dated... Her and Tiger uh, dated and lived together for, like, six years. And so um, I guess she claims there was some sort of oral agreement. Yeah. Oral agreement. What? <laughs> 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 um... <laughs> that basically said that she was going to, like, it was supposed to last five years after the split that he was going to basically financially support her. And he's like, nah. And so he, uh, the story here, and this is according to, I, I think maybe this is a response to her initial filing of making that NDA voidable. Um, basically, Tiger's people, <laughs> I guess, convinced her to pack up a suitcase after they broke up last fall for a short vacation without Tiger that... They're just going to send her on the on the jet, and hey, why don't you go somewhere? And they drove her to the airport. And once she arrived at the airport, she was told she had been locked out of the house and could not go back. And Tiger had all of the locks changed just in case she wanted to try, as if she needs a fucking key to get in that place. I'm sure. What is it? You think he's got some fucking old school keys to get in there? I bet you it's a fucking like uh, eye scanner. Tiger <laughs> yeah. presses his cock Retina against scan. something and <laughs> opens a door. Um, but I was gonna say retina scanner, but yeah, <laughs> that too. The, the mushroom stamp on Tiger's dick is uh, probably a better uh, a better case. Yeah. Well, ap- according to these docs, uh, and I'm not talking about doctors, but these docs, uh, uh, Erica alleges one of Tiger's lawyers met her at the airport with a proposal to resolve any outstanding issues between Tiger and her. She also claims they confiscated more than forty thousand in cash she had at the home and accused her of doing something shady to get the money. So, what does she have a stash of forty k in cash hiding at, at Tiger's house to begin with? Whew. Lots of pack there. I just heard this. By the way. <laughs> I know, I know. So this is this is literally evolving by the hour. And uh, I, I think early on, like the initial reaction, it's like you see the word sexual assault, you see harassment. And it's like, oh, well, Tiger's back at it, you know. And it's like sexual assault's a serious thing, and and that could spell trouble for Tiger. But really, this to me is Erica being a fucking bitch and getting <laughs> dumped, and now she's trying to bring down the goat. And I made the joke earlier. I I thought it was funny. I don't know if anyone else did. But that was good. I said that Tiger will have this suit buried further than Erica's gag reflex, right? Because <laughs> yeah. you know Tiger's got a fucking huge dick. I've seen it before. Everyone's seen the pics, right? Uh, not that I've seen it in person. I've Thanks, seen Lindsay Vaughn, for that one. Yeah, thank you. Um, but yeah, apparently she is suing Tiger's Trust, which is technically the owner of his badass house. Um and it's $30 million because she claims that that's reasonable rental value of Tiger's home for the remaining five years on their oral agreement. Wow. <laughs> sexual assault, I mean, that is such a you know, broad statement also. I mean, you can't, you can't say it's sexual assault just because Tiger asked for a little ass play on himself. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Erica, stick your tongue in here. Come on. <laughs> yeah, come on. And she's been dating in what, date, like I said uh, earlier, dating back six years. I think they started dating in 2017. Yeah. She knew what she was getting into with Tiger Woods. Come on. She started dating him right right around the time he was getting all fucked up and driving around drunk. And uh-huh. She probably paid on him. She's, she's the drug user, and so I get. I bet he caught her doing some crank or whatever in their bathroom. <laughs> and he's like, hey, you know, no, go to the go to the airport. I'll fly you to your dealer's house or whatever, and we can, we can you know, <laughs> then we'll figure it out. And then she gets bombarded by the, the lawyers. And, you know, Tiger lawyered up quick. That was quite a, that's quite he's a move. Smart. He's <laughs> smart. He's, Wiley, He right? knows what he's doing. He's always got, he's always a step ahead as far as, you know, just playing the game of life in, in general. But uh, I did see something like, I don't know if it's coincidence that he is not playing this week and the timing of this. Yeah, it sounds it's a little suspect because he didn't even come out and say that, hey, I'm not playing. He just, which he typically does in the, yeah. these bigger tournaments, he just let his time to sign up expire. Could and, you imagine if he was there on property in the tournament and what kind of distra- quote distraction <laughs> this would be no. to the tournament itself? No, and that's that's I'm convinced now that's why he's not playing. Yeah, I, I think that's it. I mean, it's obviously he doesn't need the money, but does he need a tune up? Is he healthy enough to play? I mean, obviously now Augusta will be the next time we see Tiger. Um, but I do think that it sucks because this is a course where he can legitimately win. It's very easy. It's flat. It's as an fuck. easy course. It's easy course to walk. <laughs> I should say, not an easy course. Easy course to walk, but you don't have to be a bomber. It's only seventy two hundred yards. 
I mean, it's right in Tiger's wheelhouse, especially with God, how knifey he's been with his irons that we saw at the Riv. Yeah. No, sad, sad day. Yeah. No, it, it sucks, and uh, I think justice will prevail. And just like my man Alec Murdoch, Tiger's innocent. <laughs> <laughs> Tiger is innocent. You saw, you know, when they did the Tiger doc, they interviewed all types of old whores they used to bang, and not one of them said anything weird, like, you know, about Tiger, and he's always a gentleman. Yeah, First what a class sweet guy. gentleman. <laughs> yeah. I when mean, he and his buddy were double panning me, like, he was nothing but pure class. Yeah. He, <laughs> he asked if he could come on my tits. <laughs> no, he and no, Nota BK was the cuck in the corner. No, I'm just joking. Nota's a nice guy. Um, but anyways, the, the final thing about this is that the trust denies there was ever any oral agreement about her living in the home. Instead, Tiger's team says she was only there as his girlfriend, which we've all had the girl that just wouldn't leave your house, right? <laughs> you know, it's like, hey, get the fuck out now. Don't talk about my wife, John. <laughs> so anyways, I think that, uh, again, it'll be interesting to see what, how this plays out. But if you ask me words, this is just a fucking money grab by that bitch, Erica. <laughs> you know, she used to be, she, I mean, fuck. She started dating, when they started dating, she was the GM at, at the Jupe, or at the Woods there in Jupiter. You know, his restaurant. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, and so it's like. It's like the old Monica Lewinsky thing with Bill Clinton. It's like, who around me is easy to bang? Oh, you, come in here. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like, maybe she groomed him. Like you said, he was at one of his weakest points of his life. Maybe she's the one who groomed him. And, like, she's the fucking one who should be charged right she here. She got him all pilled she out. She should be in a yeah, – she was probably, like, sedating him. Uh, probably had a doctor on staff who was making him, like, shakes in the morning. Like, drink this, Tiger. Yeah, you love me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, anyways. Do you know my friend, Dr. Conrad? Yeah. So uh, hopefully everything, you know, it'll be interesting to see how this plays out, but uh, we're we're Team Tiger all the way. At least I am. I don't know about <laughs> of you. Course, of course. She's a whore. <laughs> okay. So yeah, that that's the news of the day right there, words. Just when I thought Jackson Mahomes was going to steal the <laughs> steal the show yeah. for being awesome. Yeah, well, okay. So le leading right into that, obviously Jackson Mahomes, the what I thought was gay brother of Patrick Mahomes, um, he forcibly kissed a, a pretty smoky kind of like milfy restaurant club. owner. Yeah, she was like forty years old. I I had her. Oh, Aspen Vaughn yeah, allegedly assaulted Aspen, forcibly kissing her twice, and it was all caught on camera too. And I've seen it. It is. I have too. He grabs her by the throat. It's weird. <laughs> I hate to say it, John, but yeah, as you said, Jackson Home Jackson Mahomes is a lot more like us than I would care to admit. <laughs> yeah, words. I've seen you pull that move plenty of times. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> what? You're <laughs> you're asking for it. <laughs> what are you talking about? In that <laughs> Can you imagine either one of us if our brother was the best quarterback in the NFL? Holy shit. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We'd both be in jail. I'd be like Hey, who the fuck owns this place? Where are you? Let me give kiss me. you. <laughs> give, me, give me a big kiss. Finest bottle of your champagne. Uh, no, words. Correct me if I'm wrong, but I think the first date you and your wife had, you kind of forcibly made out with her. <laughs> forcibly? <laughs> and then, then she was down with it, and that's it led to a years of beautiful marriage. Beautiful. And, a, and a beautiful daughter, beautiful. one on the way. So beautiful. Maybe Jackson and this bitch are going to get married. <laughs> this woman, I'm sorry. That was terrible. But... Uh, yeah, I've seen the video. She's wearing a nice pink dress, and uh, he grabs her by the throat and kisses her. And, I mean, this motherfucker is, like, six foot eight. Yeah. Like, he is not a small dude, but um, it definitely was force forcible. It would be great. I would love to see him go down for this and spend some time in jail because this <laughs> motherfucker can't make it in jail. I thought you were going to say go down on her. Well, and like I said, man, I, I thought this guy was gay. I mean, he, is, he is, does not appear straight on any of the things he posts. He talks about how he's... Brittany Mahomes' best friend, um, you know, when well, you, he can still be gay and do what he just did. I mean, yeah, whatever. you're, you're, you're <laughs> no, man, you can't kiss a girl if you're a guy and you're gay. <laughs> I'm ignorant as fuck, words. <laughs> <laughs> it's against the rules, it's against the bylaws. Yeah. Um, Sexuality's a spectrum, J.E. Get hip with it. <laughs> well, you, you know how you're married, but you kind of like trannies? <laughs> yeah. See? Well, I just say I have trans tendencies. Yeah. Um, but, Totally straight, though. <laughs> exactly. But words, the thing is, too, is, you know, this guy, Jackson Mahomes, was like the most hated fucking person, I guess, tied into the NFL yeah. up until this year. And it's like Mahomes' people told him to, like, take a fucking backseat. Like, Jackson, stop being a fucking distraction. People hate your brother because of how big of a douche you are. And it's like he did so well 
for the entire season, and it was like right around the, kind of the beginning of the Super Bowl is when he started to kind of reemerge. And this is this is literally three weeks after the Super Bowl that this happened. This happened end of February, February twenty fifth. He's celebrating. He had a big win, man. Yeah. yeah. And, and that's ching 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 ching. I just can't. I just can't stand that. Like you said, man, if I was Patrick Mahomes' brother, I wouldn't be acting like such a fucking douche. <laughs> but that's beside the point, right? Yeah, we're not him. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, that's that's Jackson Mahomes. I hope he goes down. I hope he fucking... Yeah, has he been sued? Is that what's going on? Um, no, he's being criminally investigated, oh. accused of assault, and they're, they're basically looking into whether or not he... Committed a crime. It's Kansas City, so you know Patrick. Hey, man, let's go take county. He's my brother. Yeah, exactly. So, again, I would love to see him go down. Uh, unlike Tiger, you know, this is like the opposite. I really want Tiger to prevail and Erica to look like a douche, bitch. And in this case, I really want Jackson Mahomes to go to prison. So, mm. that's it. <laughs> see, we don't hate women. <laughs> exactly. We're pro-women. That's right. Except Erica. Except Erica. Erica Herman. And my sister even chimed in on this. She was like, Erica's a bitch. I don't believe a word she said. Gold digging whore. Yeah, that was, I mean, seriously. Uh, my, her exact words were, um, <laughs> I'll kill Erica Herman myself. <laughs> Drag her onto native land and have mom make it go away. <laughs> there you go. We may not edit that out. Nah. 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 Hey, listen. Evan, that's valid. That's valid. Hey, if Alec Murdoch's uh, cabin would have been on native land, he wouldn't he wouldn't have bit the bullet, I don't think. <laughs> but that's beside the point, so whatever. Mr. Murdoch. I saw our guy, Eddie, uh, you know, Eddie, legendary uh, radio personality, and in this league, El Chapo, or El Pato's army, uh, Eddie Radosevich, he... Uh, posted on twitter and it was just like why do they call alex murdoch alec or elec and why is it murdoch and not murdoch you know it's like it depends on where you are just like in oklahoma here it's like durant you call durant do you call durant durant and they're like where the hell are you from get durant and you know there's a town called it's spelled alex a-l-e-x there's a town in oklahoma called that and everyone around there calls it elec elec i think it just depends on where the fuck you are whether it's alex murdoch or alec murdoch yeah depending on your low country south carolina there you go oh yeah words that was that was the the heated casting couch i guess so, so far i mean not, two pretty big stories we're not quite done okay yet. tom sizemore dead at 61 shame he was he was awesome in heat uh, my favorite role, Passenger 57, Sal, Sly Del Vecchio. <laughs> <laughs> me? And when he comes off the, the plane, he's like, me? What's, what's your name, sir? Me? Sly Del Vecchio. <laughs> That's it. Wesley Pipes. Okay. What else? Um, John Morant. Well, boring. Um, oh. He's not getting charged for a crime, by the way. That's fine. He's still just getting suspended for no reason by the NBA then. Yeah. What's up? Let's do the NBA. That's right. He's innocent. Innocent. Another innocent man. Goddamn right. Okay, this one. Snickers is removing the beloved dick vein from their candy bars, John. What the fuck? How am I supposed to fit two of those in my mouth now? <laughs> yeah, I, How am I supposed to take myself seriously? I, I think that story was completely fake. <laughs> but I know, I know the dick vein, the beloved dick vein you talk about. Well, they uh, look weird smooth. Yeah. <laughs> okay, that was it. Nothing else for the Dick Fane review? You'll still enjoy the good Snickers? I love Snickers. If anytime I'm hungry on the golf course, I usually go I go for a Snickers. It's like, why are you acting like such a bitch? And then I take a bite of a Snickers and it's like, wow, man, you're cool now. Oh, man, it's because I was really hungry and high. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I feel better. All right, Johnny. Well, let's take it on back to Orla Orlando. Hey, words. Should we mention real quick, you and I played golf on Saturday? Uh, you had what? What forty putts? What would have been one of the greatest hole in ones of all time, where you literally blasted a five wood twenty thirty feet past the hole, and it comes down off a hill to a foot, and then we made you putt it. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. I went alone. I shucked you. I shucked all your asses. Um, you were you were actually wolf, weren't you? Yeah, I was. Wolf. Yeah, so words didn't even have to pick anybody. I was like, you're gonna take me? He the great. I'm like, fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I think I think all of us were a little like, oh, well, he could miss. <laughs> and then we get up there and it's literally a foot, and we still made you putt it. Yeah, but, you did. And the guys above were like, are you really making him putt that? <laughs> well, I had five three putts on the front, so I get it. 
Yeah, and then uh, I so I wanted to bring that up, and then I also wanted to bring up the fact you Brent mentioned it earlier. Holzer he made some comments about how I was going to break either my neck or my back because of how hard I swing. Yeah, and then somehow we got into a tailspin of if I was super rich and that did happen, I would hire someone to wipe the spit from my mouth, just like Christopher Reeve. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to tell that. And then we got my affinity into, for Christopher Reeve, and then we got into making faces like Stephen Hawking. <laughs> Not a proud moment. Yeah, I was like, he was like the tube that you have to speak through, and I was like, no, 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 not Stephen Hawking, Christopher Reeve. <laughs> and then you did the Stephen Hawking uh, kind of flex jaw, lower, lower they jaw. They can Google it; they get it. <laughs> okay. <laughs> anyways, right so that's it. Words, words made a made a great two on eleven for a bunch of money. <laughs> I'm still horrible. 40 putts. I mean, can you fucking believe that? If anyone wants to send me a free putter or a lesson, I'm so lost. <laughs> Those greens were grease lightning, though. They were. They're not, fast. Not fair. It's bullshit. Hey, why don't you just go practice? Yeah, uh, <laughs> uh, fuck that. I got a podcast, Bruce. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Orlando. Yes. Kurt Kitayama. What a tournament, huh, Johnny? Unbelievable. Thursday night, we were both on suicide watch, ready to end it all, especially you for not taking John Rahm. Yep. But thinking he was the literal second coming of Christ, and then he kind of shits on his leg a little bit, gets wayward with driver. Yeah. 76-75 consecutively um, after shooting 65 in the first round. I mean, that's fucking crazy. Especially for a guy like John Rahm. Like, I was I was already saying, this is a, he's on a tiger-like run. And a lot of fucking people were saying that. You weren't the only one. Exactly. And for him to turn around that quickly, I believe he might have said it himself. Golf is a game that will humble you very quickly. I've been there. You've been there. Anybody who's put a club in their hand, I feel like, has been there. But maybe just not on the level of the number one player of the world. Yeah, you know, know, close. Yeah. Because, I mean, I'd already given him the trophy. I had given him the fucking trophy Thursday night. I think uh, that was definitely... Uh, the prevailing wisdom, which ended up, as we all know, in golf, got shit on. Like for a Kurt Kitayama. Like a bitch. Which, what a story. I mean, I've heard so much be made of the whole elevated events next year not having cuts. And the reason why, you know, it's just kind of a rush to judgment kind of thing. When every elevated event, throw Maui out, that that was a, you know, that is what it is. They pay in those guys that had a great season last year, extra money to go play in an unbelievable place where they want to take their families. Everything else, every elevated event we've had this year has been unbelievable. Yes. Riviera, we had Rom and, and Max duking it out. Phoenix, we had Scheffler back-to-back getting a job done in a good field. And then this leaderboard, at one point, we had a six-way fucking tie <laughs> with, with like two holes remaining. And Spieth up there. We had Vic. Oh, Jesus. Oh, Victor. Vic. Oh, oh, my God. Uh, that we got, was so painful. We got to mention that he hits his fourth hole-in-one. I did the math. In 42 months on tour, he has four hole-in-ones in competition. Anything is possible. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Um, but Cantlay was there. Scheffler was there. Rory was there. Um, I went and watched at the garage for a little bit because I, I had the baby with me. So I met... Two guys from the league. One top 10 player, Vernon Greens, was there. And we were live betting. I didn't live bet. My man Steve was live betting. Um, And at at the point when Rory was down two, this was after he had bogeyed, I think, one and two. He live bets him at, like, it's still 12 to one. And then you flash forward 14 holes later. Rory is standing on, like, the 16th or 17th hole with a one-shot fucking lead outright. My pick. And it was just crazy because... Rory made a point of it in his press conference. People were making bogeys, and nobody likes seeing you know yeah, p- us bullshit. make bogeys. I That's love fucking better than yeah. sex. <laughs> yeah, kidding me? Everyone makes birdies on tour. Um, it, it just was like kind of a domino effect. And Kirk Kitayama makes a triple bogey on the ninth hole, um, and still gets the job done, which is even more remarkable with the guys that were chasing him down on the leaderboard. My man here, my my bastard brother. Harris, Harris English, after missing the cut the week before when I pick him, he made sixteen straight pars. And then basically he birdied he birdied seven or he birdied sixteen fifteen straight pars, but he has a bogey free round to vault up the leaderboard t two, um, there with Rory, and I mean, Kurt Kitayama outlasts them all with 
when he drove it on the in the rough on 18, I thought he was in really big trouble. He hits an eight iron to the middle of the green and and all but makes the putt. Yeah, that what, putt was incredible. And you know his tee shot on 17, which is you know pretty unbelievable, scary, pretty scary par three. Then steps up and makes the putt. Yeah, yeah, it uh, not bad, not bad for your first win on tour for the. Uh, what a UNLV running rebel, right? Exactly, and a guy that's played—they've made a lot of about that. He's played on eleven different golf uh, tours throughout his career, um, all the way from China, Japan. Um, I don't know if he did Canada, but um, all those fucking a guy tours. that he plays a lot with Xander up there. You know, Xander—they it came out that they were friends. He's like, oh yeah, you know, I call him Quads. Can you see his fucking stumpy ass, Quadzilla? <laughs> yeah, he. Uh, he does move it for a guy that's, you know, 5'7". Yes. Um, and, and apparently... So do you, John. Really nice guy. <laughs> yeah, thanks, Bob. I'm, tyler, I'm taller than Kyler Murray, okay? <laughs> um, but it, it just... It goes to show you that there's so many fucking good players out here. And for a guy like Kurt Kiyama, who, you know, you and I have heard of him. Several, I mean, he, he is a, a, a lesser-known player, but it's his first win, and it's the biggest win of his career, obviously, by far, $3.6 million, which was ironically what Arnold Palmer made in his entire playing career, and that was done in one tournament. Yeah. Um, so he's going to get an exemption to all the majors now. He's all the way up to 18th or 19th in the world, and which he was, was in shocking. in the 70s going into this week? I, I think he was lower than that. Okay. I think he might have been inside the top 50 and already. See, this is the one of the main problems with the, the new elevated schedule that's going to be Kind of next year, no cut events like top sixty players. So you got a guy like Kurt Kitayama who wouldn't have even been in the field. My gripe is just make it. You know, it doesn't have to be a hundred and sixty man field. Make it like ninety or a hundred, like Augusta. You can still have a mild cut where you're not getting rid of three fourths the field. But the only problem is, is the PGA is going to have an alternate event that week, and so if you have a hundred of the top best players or ninety. That just really kind of so, really weakens those other terms. But fuck that. I mean, you need a cut in these goddamn vents. Well, that's that's the one thing that I, I haven't, I guess, clarified is, is it based on the FedEx Cup standings or the world rankings? World, world rankings. Okay, because from what I was hearing, some stuff that was said is, you know, guys that could potentially be there versus guys that are, you know, playing like shit. You know, in the FedEx Cup rankings, like there might be guys that are in the top twenty in the in the world right now. They're outside of the top seventy in the FedEx Cup rankings just because they haven't played enough or haven't played well yes. yet. You know, yes. And so that's what if they were to do the the FedEx Cup rankings, that's when several of these guys that shouldn't be there would be there. You know, and yes. so that's why I, 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 that was something that kind of interested me if they did something like that. But you know, if that's not the case, and that's not the case, so. Nine. Um. But yeah, words, uh, I thought Rory was going to get it done for us. I will fucking, if you would have given me um, when Rory was standing on the third hole after bogeying his first two holes that he would finish second place and win $1.78 million, I would have taken it. So um, it couldn't have worked out any better, in my opinion, for me especially. You had Keegan, who went crazy, crazy low on Sunday. Really just the one bad round on, on Friday is what took him out of really being right there yeah, in the mix. He, he went 77 on 77 Friday, 67 Sunday. So. Yeah. So had that not happened, like you you get almost 500,000 from Keegan, I believe. But for me, having Kurt Kitayama, who nobody was on, and then Rory, and, and then I'm, I'm basically, you know, I got Keith Mitchell that won, you know, 150K, something like that. But like nobody took Harris English either. So that really helped anybody that didn't have, you know, like me. It helped me. It couldn't have worked Rory, out better for me. It couldn't have worked out better for me. Yes. <laughs> So, there we go. Hey, I win again! <laughs> Even though I finished, like, 80th. I'll take it. No, we both needed it, and uh, we were both... Nope, I am in I am in the top 100, but we've both kind of... Three weeks in a row, we're getting, we're getting baby-stepping there, Johnny. Baby-stepping in. It's going to be a lot harder this week with the Players' Championship. Uh, a lot of thoroughbreds out there to be picked. Yes. And, um, oof, talk Words, about Percy. I will say, dude, it, it was crazy to me. All the people that... You know, they look at the previous results, and it's like, oh, well, this guy's a horse for the course. And I kind of threw that by the wayside. I was I was just stunned that Terrell Hatton did it again. I mean, Terrell Hatton was right there, really could have had a chance to win himself, um, kind of missed some putts down the stretch, uh, made a couple late <laughs> bogeys. But, like, how the fuck does he always play well at Bay Hill? I don't know. Well, a lot of the Euros do because it's just a fucking really hard test, and, the you know, the fairways are narrow, and it's very windy there. A lot. So 
I think uh, I think that's kind of part of it. But it's just so funny about Terrell. Like the same story, different tournament on him missing a putt and then just totally, totally letting it affect his game for like the next two holes where he's just, you know, muttering a lot to himself. It's almost like he's playing to the cameras on some of this stuff, which mm-hmm. is, hey, I, hell, I like that. Yeah. It's like, are you fucking mad? Frat. Is that the door shutting in the loo? <laughs> <laughs> it's my girlfriend. <laughs> the loo. Um, well, words, I mean, again, it, it, it could have been a lot worse as far as the damage was concerned. Um, should we go ahead and get to the uh, results from the, the weekly standings or the weekly results from the API? Yes, no clear winner again. So we're going to have week number three to get skinny. And this is what we always dreamed of when we first implemented this rule. Like we're going to have a $300 skin pool for this week. If it carries over, all of a sudden the Valspar <gasps> is then worth 400 which Valspar. I'm starting to get hard thinking about that. <laughs> oh, Casey, where are you? <laughs> oh, you can throw a ball over the fucking mountains. Uh, words, 10-way tie for first. It makes that it easy. 10, that top 10 is all guys that tied for first. Um, none other than the new number one player in the league, Beavers Ben, the Batman, Jared Smith. He was there with Scheffler, Hatton, and McElroy. So um, a lot of variations. Several people had that same lineup, but you know there was such a logjam of people. Several of these guys mixed in. Logjam. Uh, Cant- Cantlay as well. Um, and then that was it. It was either you had Hatton or Cantlay with Scheffler and McElroy. That's what everybody had. Um, so. Also there, Frankenstein's fat foot. That's Tyler Armstrong. We talked about him just last week. I think he had a top 10 last week as well. Hammock, Jason Hammock. He's all the way up to 14. And by the way, I got to mention this. Frankenstein's fat foot moved into the top 10 with that. Hammock's up to 14 after his. Team Hart, that's Kevin Payne. He's also there. He moved into the top 20. Shooter, your guy. You drafted him two years ago. That's Evan Mahaffey. Also there, summer, summer time. That's Joe Summers, a fellow league bowler uh, and great dude. Does oh, he do that after he hits a str- rolls a strike? Yes. Okay. No, he's not cool enough. He probably doesn't even know who Will Smith is. Um, <laughs> he's he's young. He's, um, but LBBCRR, Ryan Regan there as well. Team Costanza, Ryan Blackburn. T-Wolf, Travis Wolf. And rounding out the top 10, I should say T for one. Patrick Reed's choker, our guy Tyler Thomas, another former guest picker on this show. Nice rundown and nice picking to all those gentlemen in the top 10. Way to go. Yes, in words, you finished T45, $2.4 million, and I was just right behind you by about 500K, 82nd. Again, another one of those things where um, of the guys who picked Rory McIlroy, I was down near the, the end of it. So, you know, I rode the Chris Kirk high. I rode the McIlroy high this week. So, <laughs> had a baby. I got to point out, too, uh, one thing that I thought was crazy. The highest round shot last week, Will Gordon with an 84 on uh, Saturday, backs it up on, uh, on Sunday with a 69. <laughs> 15 shots better from day to day. Will Gordon... So that was pretty impressive. It was indeed. And I bet he wants to kill himself. You know, give give yourself a fucking 77 and you make probably 200K. Yeah, I'm sure he's doing okay. He's in, yeah. this, he's in the field this week. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Very popular DraftKings player. Will Gordon? Oh, yeah. I think, is he? He's a, a cut-making machine. Is he a Vandy guy? Where is he from? I don't, I don't know. That sounds right. Okay. Okay, well, words, I mean, overall standings. I mean, that, that's that's the next biggest thing, right? Sure. Um, as I mentioned before, up one spot, the new number one player in the world, $421,000 lead, the Batman, Beaver Bend, Jared Smith, $16.8 million. There's only one other person over $16 million, and that's Hog Bristle, Mark Lester. He falls just one spot out of that top spot. Up one spot to number three, Shankopotamus, Joe Stepanovich. He's at $15.9 million. And number three, and number four, falling one spot, Touch of Klaus, $15.8 million. We talked about this before. He's $1 million back. He's going to burn the ROM pick. I know he's going to do it. Um, hanging tight in fifth, a guy who's been number one, I think, the most weeks this season. It's Brent Ryan Green. He's just shy of $15 million, $14.9 million. That's Hollywood Brent Green. Hanging tight also at number six, the Charlie Siffords, Anthony Holloway, $14.1 million. And $2.7 million out, up eight spots, and into the top ten at number seven. Frankenstein's fat foot, 
Tyler Armstrong, he's got that flame emoji next to him, which indicates two consecutive top tens, as we mentioned before. At number eight, he's still there. He's hanging around, but moving up two spots. It's our Scott, Ryan Scott, 13.5 million. Down two spots to number nine, hanging in the top 10, though. My man, Burnin Greens, Tom Tachia, and rounding out the top 10, Will Murph. Can you guess what his name is? Murph Dog. Will Murphy. <laughs> his name is Will Murph. $13 million, almost exactly. He's got a basically a $2,000 lead over the uh, 11th place guys. So, words, I fell, or I actually got up 25 spots to number 142, and you gained 37 spots, and you're inside the top 100 at number 93. <sighs> hey, two weeks ago, we were talking about falling outside the top 200. You're inside the top 100, and I'm inside the top 150 now. Let's go. Hey, $8 million in the bank, $8 million back from first. Let's go. Yeah, it's... Uh, it's crazy. I mean, we, we talked about this before, how volatile this is, and we're heading into the biggest purse of all, and things can change quickly, bub, because this is a really just dicey, dicey, how are you going to play it? How are you going to do it? Who are you going to pick? You know? It's, it's crazy words. I can't wait to watch golf this weekend. I could throw up just thinking about it, John. Well, without further ado, should we bring in our guest picker? You want to talk about Ponder Beach, Beach a little bit? What's up? Yeah, why don't we just talk about the the, the Pontre just a little bit? I mean, as as I mentioned last week, I knew I'd bring it up again, but you played here from the senior tees like two years ago. Fuck you! It wasn't the goddamn <laughs> senior tees; it was the one up tees, and it was month of like within thirty days of them playing. So the overseed was the real fucking deal. If I put my hand in the ground and like tried to touch dirt through the grass, it could not be done. It was Ugh. the thickest shit I have ever seen. I grew up on Playboys from the late 80s, so you know what I'm talking about. <laughs> you have no idea. I love it. All right. Legend has it that the PGA dropped Pete and Alice Die into the inland jungle of Ponder Vida Beach with a machete and a box of condoms and said, go build us a championship course. And that's exactly what they did, Johnny. Why did Pete let his wife just kind of design courses with him? You think she actually added any sort He's of... He's like, oh, God damn it, my wife's going to come to <sighs> Can't she just let me do my fucking work, Alice? <laughs> hey, it was Alice's idea to make 17 the Island Green. Mm. In case you didn't see, uh, yeah, the Golf Channel's story about that for the past 15 years. Yeah, of course. Yeah, I... Uh, words... I think that I saw something that the the price tag for this course now a green fee is like eight ninety five. Is that right? That sounds about right. And that doesn't include a golf cart. <laughs> it does. Oh, I, I, I saw it something. Maybe I was just making a joke. But yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, is it worth that much money? I know you didn't have to pay that much. Yes, I will say it was. If you're gonna spend like that kind of money on either like this one or Kewa Island. Or one of the other. I mean, I've never played Bandon, but I would say this golf course is one of my favorites I've ever played. And the last three holes, even though I, I teed off on 10, so that was a little bit of a letdown, but 16, 17, and 18 are uh, are awesome. The 16, that par 5, is, is so cool. It's Eagle is right there in front of you. you. You don't have to. I mean, Webb Simpson can get on in two if he hits a good drive, right? But, you know, there's a, bitch. there's a ton of water right, and if you miss the green left or shorten left, there's that sand trap there. There's a huge fucking tree. There's water behind the green. Wasn't that the one that Ricky made eagle on that kind of propelled him from yes. making a huge comeback? Yes, he did make eagle on that. He also birdied 17, birdied 18, and then birdied 17 two more times in the playoffs. Oh, God. It's impossible to handicap who could win this uh, golf tournament also you know like Tori you know a bomber's gonna a bomber's gonna do it this course a bomber has won it before I think that you know Rory was probably number one in the week in driving when he won but also Tim Clark has won here Webb Simpson was last in driving distance the year that he won uh Sergio was last in I've I, not maybe not dead last but he was obviously not a good putter and he won here there's also great putters that have won here you get a little bit of everything you need someone who's gonna hit uh Hit some good iron shots from 150 to 175. And a lot of these pros can do that. Yeah. <laughs> no, it's, it's as wide open. Tom Hoagie. Trying to I'm taking Tom Hoagie. <laughs> trying to handicap this field is about as difficult as it can get. And obviously last year, the, the weather played a major factor in who, where your guys teed off and how they finished, which sucked. Um, but 
this is one of those tournaments where if you pick one of these big dogs and they come out and miss the cut, you're going to be dog cussing them, and it might make you hate them for the rest of your life. Yes. <laughs> yes, 100%. So recently, a lot of the winners have been, like, inside those, you know, that plus 300 range. 3,000? Siwoo Kim, 500 to one shot. Yeah. Hey, wish I would have had a couple bucks on him. I'm Tim like, Clark, I think, was a uh, hundred to one. Webb Simpson was like eighty or something. So it can happen. It can happen. And there's there will be a guy in, like on the top top five within the top five on the sheet that misses the cut. Well, I will say words. We will not have a repeat champion, as we know. Cameron Smith is not in the field this week. They did hang his flag apparently, which is tradition though. There at the at the clubhouse, they have the the previous year's winner. Um, the, their fl- their national flag hung in like the highest spot, and so there is a, an Australia flag there, even though he's not playing and lives just down the road. So it's got to be tough, but you know he knew what he was doing. Yep, fire your agent, son. <laughs> Last year was tainted also because the weather was so fucked up. It was a tainted, tainted players. No, I miss Cam. I mean, of course. Yeah, and I think if you ask from from any of the players that are still in the, on the PGA Tour. The two guys that they miss is, is DJ and Cam Smith, yeah. especially DJ, because he had the bag. <laughs> but anyways. Okay. Let's, yeah, let's do it. All right, bringing on the number one player in the league. He's red hot. He finished T1 last week at the Arnold Palmer, and he has a slim but decent lead over the league. He is the Batman, Beaver Ben, Jared Smith. Jared, how you doing? Doing great, guys. How you doing? <laughs> great, man. So I we've we've coined you as the Batman, and that's because you're really the only guy we've ever had on that we've wanted to ask about their actual life. So you <laughs> you started, um, I guess, a, a, a company, Victus Sports, right? And and you guys literally supply baseball bats to major leaguers, to all stars. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, we're right in the heart of spring training right now. Actually, is that where you are now? So I'm back right now. I uh, just got back from Arizona, and then I'm heading out to Florida next week. Dude, that's awesome. And you live in Pennsylvania, right? Yeah, so King of, uh, King of Prussia, which is about 45 minutes outside of Philly. Okay. Well, it's funny because, you know, we're we're in Oklahoma. Uh, we've gotten to know, you know, we know Eric Godsey, who is who kind of got us to you. Uh, Travis Risser is a guy who we DM with all the time because he's always wanting to basically kill himself for how shitty his picks are for the most part. <laughs> But, uh, you know, we, we kind of heard your story, and, and Words and I kind of were thinking, like, holy shit, this is, like, the first guy we actually would like to, to, to talk to about, <laughs> about what they do. But um, just pretty cool story. I mean, make, I get, how, how did, what even got you into – are you a college baseball player? So I uh, went to Liberty University. I blew up my shoulder while I was there, but I was there to play baseball. Uh, so that's kind of a college dropout that, um, yeah, like – one one of the real story. I was playing poker, traveling around, uh, lost my money, came back home, got a job at a steel mill, and then started helping some buddies. They were making baths out of their parents' garage. I was like 24 years old. Uh, did that for a couple of years while I was working at the mill, and then came up with a business plan that ended up being Victus. And 11 years into Victus, we're the number one back company in the big leagues. And like I said, I have a bunch of all stars. Harper in the World Series last year, as well as a bunch of the Astros. It's been a it's been a fun ride and super improbable, but it's uh, been a lot of hard work and a lot of fortune, good fortune to get here. Hell yes, <laughs> unbelievable! Uh, I can't believe now you're at the top of the fucking league. Unbelievable, <laughs> right? It is pretty crazy. Yeah, well, that's amazing. Words and I have similar dreams for this podcast, except five years in, we haven't really gotten anywhere. So, not, not really. We, we've built we've built this league up a little bit, but. More importantly, we're heading into the biggest purse of the season, the Players' Championship, $25 million purse, 4.5 mil to first place. I think I saw fifth is even a million dollars, and I think yeah. top 20, I think, will even get you like 200 k. I mean, it's something crazy. So um, you're in real contention to hang on to segment one, but anything can happen if you don't make the right picks. So... We're going to run through the featured groups, and just like we do every week, if you're on one of the guys, just let us know and, and tell us why. And so, um, without further ado, the first featured group, we've got Tony Finau. He's playing with Tom Kim, and a very popular pick this week, I feel, Patrick Cantlay. You got any of those, J.E.? Words, I love Tony, and I love Cantlay. Shit, I love all three of these guys. I think Cantlay is going to be a sneaky, sneaky popular pick, but I resisted the temptation of all three of these young men. Okay. Yeah. 
What about you, Jared? No, I'm, I'm off those three for BLC. In general, I agree with you with Cantley. He's a dart that I wouldn't mind throwing in, uh, in like a GPP or something, but not, not for this. So you're pretty heavy in the DK or, or daily stuff, huh? Uh, dude, I, I dabble. It's not not as heavy as like Slaz or, or Rich or those guys, but yeah, I dabble. Uh, oh God, so Slazzy. you know the Slazzy? Okay, he's been on the show before. Words. Yeah, I, I take it you didn't you didn't pick any of these guys either. Words. No, but I I was kind of convinced that you were gonna go with your boy Tom Kim there. Um, but I'm sure you heard a lot of the guys this week, a lot of the pundits saying, "Listen, first timers around this track do not do well." So, well, you know that's basically they they announced that they're doing a second season of Full Swing, and I guess they had the cameras out for a practice round yesterday, and it was Max Homa and Tom Kim playing against JT and, um. I don't Probably know. fucking speed. I don't remember, but basically, uh, <laughs> there was a joke that I guess JT asked Tom Kim if if he if they could press on eighteen, and Tom Kim said no, and he was like, "What the <laughs> fuck?" And Tom Kim was like, "No, I'm just, I'm just kidding. You can press, <laughs> so, <laughs> bitch." So Tom Kim's got a little bit to him. So um, yeah, no, I, I laid off the group. Sounds like words did too. Um, I mean, Tony has played decent here before, but you know, it's anybody's tournament. It's, you can't really handicap this one. I wouldn't be surprised to see any of these guys there at the end of the week, but I, I just re- laid off them. So agreed. And I, I also agree with y'all's take on Cantley. He's kind of washing off that, uh, kind of that theory that he can't play in Florida. That he's only a California guy. He's, uh, he played pretty well last week. And I think that he is, you know, he's got that DeWalt on the side of his head now. So he's kind of blue collaring up and, uh, <laughs> he's, he's, he's showing like he's got a pair, which is good. Yep. Yep. Well, the next feature group, we've got, Colin Morikawa, who screwed me last week by missing the cut. He's playing with Adam Scott and a former champion here who we just talked about. He was palming ass there on 18 when he won. Ricky Fowler. Oh, that hot chick. He moved, he moved on to a... Alexis. <laughs> he moved on Rad to a... knock or something like that. Do you think the girl that he's married to now is hotter than her? Face, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I couldn't go back to Colin after what he did to me last week. Ricky was sneaky. I thought about throwing Rick in the lineup, but his, you know... He's having a good year. He's having a turnaround year, but it's not its not that good. I mean, I think he's got one top 10, two top 10s, so I laid off the whole group. Yeah, he's no Jason Day. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what about you, Jared? Any Anything you like about these guys? No, I mean, like you said, he's having a good year for Ricky, but it's not a, a good year for for picking at the players, for sure. Yeah, it's not 2014 <laughs> anymore, right? We'll save it for, save that Rookie pick for the Heritage, <laughs> that or the uh, Rocket Mortgage, or the you know one of the one of the places he imba- uh, is an ambassador for. Um, who else? I'm on Morikawa. Oh wow, I'm words. On him. I'm doing okay, it. Okay, okay. Yeah, I figured as far as the kind of elite ish players that he's going to go really uh, under the radar. I think he's missed his last two cuts. Did he? He didn't he play has. Honic. He missed the cut in L.A., and he missed the cut at Bay Hill. He says his swing is, is closer, is close. He's like, he feels good about his game. And he does have to, uh, three top tens already this year. So I feel like it's kind of one of those guys that may be a little bit under the radar. Well, once you kind of flip the switch with Morikawa, his iron game is obviously at the level where this he is, finds it, and it's yeah, there. It, but uh, unfortunately, it, that motherfucker screwed me over, so I, I didn't even think about oh, it. Oh, yeah, I didn't even think that you wouldn't be taking him. <laughs> oh, wait, yeah, I did, dipshit. <laughs> okay, well, good, good for you, asshole. Uh, okay, no, no love for Adam Scott or Ricky, though. I, I, I can't say that I disagree. Um, the next featured group, this is the one words. This is this is the one, two, three group. We've got the number one player in the world, John Rahm, off of his recent uh like we said, I, it kind of came out of nowhere that he played like shit the last three rounds last week. He's playing with Scotty Scheffler, who was right there, and Rory McIlroy, who has won here twice before now or just once. I don't know. Anyways, Rory t t would but we don't fact check, but I think it was once. Yeah. Yeah. So this is what you expected, Words. I am taking Rom. I'm finally getting off the Rom Schneid. I haven't picked him yet. I thought about saving it. To me, words, picking him this week, I'm not giving up on the overall. I, I was like, oh, I could save him and win segment two or three. Fuck it. But no, I'm going with Rom because I'm going to come back and I'm going to contend. For you, Jared, I'm coming for you, yeah. even though I'm 160 right. spots behind you. Pick a course that neutralizes his driver. Okay, good good strategy. <laughs> what about you, Jared? His driver was kind of weak last week. Yeah. Like uh, He struggled those middle two rounds there, so... I don't know. Like I don't, I don't like Rambo. This no, just, just based off of that alone, he's no. I read somewhere that he was like in the like outside of the top one hundred and fifty playing out of the rough. 
So if he is struggling and the rough is three and a half inches, they're saying, it, it could be a tough week for him. <laughs> oh, Jared, thank oh, no. you so much. J.E. is so close to having a full-blown anxiety attack <laughs> no. on the show. This is great. This is the best day ever. God damn it. Okay, so you guys are both off ROM. What about the other two? Scotty and Rory both looked like they could contend here, obviously. Yeah, I mean, I'm not going to say that I won't tinker, but as it sits right now, I do have Scotty in my lineup. Okay. Uh, love to get Rory in there, too. Um, I, I Yeah, I don't know. Do I want to burn the last Rory and Scheffler to try to win the first segment? Maybe. But uh, I don't know. We'll see. I'll, I may tinker Rory in there with. Okay, so tentatively, you do have Scotty in there. Okay, I like that, and I can't disagree. He hasn't had a great track record here, but he can. He's proven he can play any golf course in the fucking world. Firing bullets to win segments isn't an issue that I'm having to deal with right now, unfortunately. But uh, <laughs> I have not taken Scotty yet. I don't know what his course history has been like here. He's obviously only played a couple times, so I'm staying off of him. Rory, yeah, uh, I took him last week though, so I'm gonna I'm gonna let that simmer for a little bit and not not go on a complete run with him. Uh, there's some other courses where I think you know Rory can. Sets up well for his driver later in the year. $20 million purses, so... Oh, God, I'm not doing it. I do think Rory, just with him being here before, being a winner here, I think Rory probably is pushing the envelope to be the most picked guy this week, but who knows. Um, so, I guess I'm the only one on ROM, and tentatively, the Batman's going with Scotty. Um, the next featured group, we've got Matthew Fitzpatrick, who now goes by Matt, and he's playing with... The man from Norway, Victor Hovland and Shane Lowry. The man from Norway who still has not won in the continental United States. Hey, I mean, he. I think he T9'd here last year. His chipping was what screwed him last week. I had Fitzy circled, um, but then I've kind of been reading a little bit about his injury, and I don't know if he's like 100%. So I'm, I'm off of Fitzy. I'm off of Hovland even though this is like a track for him. But as you said, if I mean, he can't hit 18 out of 18 greens every single day. He's going to have to chip it eventually. And the rough all around the greens is nasty. So I'm off of him. And who's the third guy? Shane Lowry. Sugar Shane. He was also on the short list. Same. Um, I'm not doing it, though. Yeah, Shane is on the fifth. He's on his fifth week in a row playing. So um, I realize that. That's not a ton, but it's more than a lot of guys would play, especially a big burly yeah, a guy big like him. He is a there big boy, carrying a lot of weight. Exactly. Yeah, what What do you What do you think, Jared? You You on any of these guys? No, I'm laying off. I mean, I read Lowry lives down that way now, and this is one of the courses he's like he, he is familiar with. Uh, he's been playing a little better lately, but I, I don't think he's he's eaten up just yet. I don't think he's the player. Okay. Yeah, I I can't say that I disagree with that. I did think pretty long and hard about Victor. Um, just because I love him. I love him so much. But I just I feel like he's always going to melt down at some point and get a double. But well, yeah, just, did you see that now. bladed chip he had on the fucking back nine there last week? I mean, he literally yeah. bladed the fuck out of one, like a pretty easy chip. I mean, I'm not great. Well, the water ball, he was 170 yeah. out, and he tried to hit it to like two feet, and he wedge. fucking sinks it in the water. Like, oh, this nah. is just... Uh. Wasn't even close to, to getting out the water either. Yeah, it's just a choke fest right there. <laughs> there it is. That's a true outsider talking about Victor. Like, yeah, I think we have, even though we're OU guys, we still have like a soft spot for Victor because he lives in Oklahoma now. And I, we need a perspective like you that's like, oh, this guy fucking chokes. <laughs> but <clears throat> no, I, I, I don't know. I, I would love to see Victor win, but unfortunately, who knows? He, like you said, words, he can't hit every green. But the next feature group, we've got last week's winner, Kurt Kitayama, and he's playing with the kid, Will Zalatoris, and Xander Schaffle. A pass on them all. Words, this isn't shaping up good. Um, I did too. I passed on all of them. The kid, he didn't have it last week. He was the most picked guy in the league, and he barely made the He had to make about a 23-foot bomb on 17 on Friday just to make the cut. He finished outside the top, you know, 35, I think. So, um, And then Xander, you know, he his first appearance here, I think he T2'd, and since then he hadn't done shit. I think he's missed three straight cuts here. So He was on the bad end of the weather last year. He was in Brooks' group, I vividly remember, because I had Brooks, and I wanted to break everything in my house. But, um, yeah, I have no trust in Xander right now, and no feel also. So that should should be said in the same sentence, but no, pass. Okay. Batman. I'm out on all three of them. Okay. I'm out. Okay. Um, Words, I'm going to go ahead and say it. I I like Will Zalatoris 
to win a major this year. I've said it before. Um, I'm going to save Will for some of these bigger tournaments because he's been so close so many times. So um, I, I think I'm definitely going to burn Will on at least one major. But you're not going. You're not going to be the only one with that. I think his back needs to. Bob. His back needs to be a little. He just bit needs better. to not hit it to three feet. Hit it a little further away than three feet. He'll be fine. Yeah. The last featured group. This is a big one. We've got Max Homa playing with Justin Thomas and Jordan Spieth, who couldn't make a fucking five foot putt to save his life last week. Yeah, this is um, this is an interesting one because JT has obviously won here. I've already picked him twice, so I didn't want to pit burn the third one here, even though I think he has a really, really good likelihood to win this one. Um, Spieth, there's just too much water, and he just gets way too sideways. Even though last, I mean, the Bay Hills deal is the exact same thing, but I mean, he he can't. I mean, beautiful disaster is the only way to describe Jordan Spieth's game, and there's just too much water around here. Um, I think he T2'd or got top five in his very first appearance here and hadn't done shit since. I think he might have missed every cut. So I'm off of all, both of them. I am taking Maximus Homus. I'm taking him. It's my first pick of the year for him. I've got no – I got nothing on him. I'm just doing it. I think last year he was T14. I'm hey, on Max, too. Uh, Max just seems to be in a groove right now. He's Fuck. contending in every major tournament. And uh, not major, but every big tournament, Max is there. And he made a 40-foot putt in that big game la- yesterday with Tom Kim that uh, basically won them the match. So um, I love Max Homa, and I think he's going to continue his great play. And this is my second time using him. So what do you think, yeah, Batman? I Max. I only have one max start left. I'm not sure uh, I'm ready to use that. I do have JT queued up in there right now. Speed, okay. I'm staying away from. But JT, it just feels right. I don't have any good reason. He played decent last week. I mean, I think he threw a 67 out there one of the rounds. But, yeah, I don't know. I feel like he's kind of due and just kind of been following my gut this whole time. And that's, that's where JT is this week. Ah, uh, I love it. I, I thought about it, but like Word said, I've used JT once already this year. I, I felt more comfortable using Max Homa for the second time this year than using JT for the second time. But I think JT is a guy who could easily, easily get this tournament done. It's just I don't know the last time, uh, you know, J, JT won two years ago. And all I can think about is that, that three-wood hit on 18 where he almost rope-hooked it into the uh, water and it just barely <laughs> hung on. But... Anyway, I wouldn't be surprised whatsoever to see that. So, um, and Matt, I mean, I can't say it enough. Jordan Spieth last week missed just on the back nine, I think, four putts that were very, very makeable putts, well over, I would say, 50% make percentage on the PGA Tour. And had he made two of them, he's, he's, he wins, right? He also had a chip in. He also made a 50-footer. I mean, who the hell knows? But, yes, yeah. he did miss some putts you'd think he would make. Okay, so right now we're through the featured groups. I've got John Rahm, Max Homa. Words has Colin Morikawa and Max Homa. And then the Batman has tentatively slotted Scotty Scheffler and JT. So we've got one pick left, Words. I think you know where I'm going with mine, and I think you might be on him too because I'm burning the last pick that I got on him. With my hand over my heart, you know I'm taking my mate, Jason Day, to get his second <laughs> player's championship. I was so close to doing it, J.E., because I didn't think you'd have the balls to, my friend. $25 million purse. He hadn't done shit in like two and a half years. He didn't even qualify for this tournament two years ago. Last year he missed the cut, but an unbelievable record here, no doubt. I am not going on J. Day, though. Yes. I'm not. Instead, I'm going with the guy who can win in Florida, who is on a Florida tear. I'm going with our boy, Cocaine Chris Kirk, <laughs> motherfucker. Let's go. Oh, wow. Cannot say that I saw that coming, words. <laughs> I, I was trying to go with a guy who's hopefully picked under you know a handful of times. So let's go, yeah, Chris. I like it. That's a good dart. That's a good dart. Oh. I'm rolling out. I'm rolling out Keegan Bradley. Okay. Nice. First use this year. I love I that. Think, I think he's gonna be a pretty popular pick, uh, but I, I do think this is the track for him. Dude, I couldn't agree with you more. Keegan is a guy that you go look at some of the past leaderboards, and he's be, he's been there. He's held the lead here before after uh, multiple rounds, and and he has. I I mean. Keegan's ball striking and a just career resurgent year for him. His fitness is a big thing to, to add to that words. And, you know, we called him your doppelganger. You need to get back in the fucking F45 gym and you can start playing like Keegan too. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. You know, I've missed every workout since my brother's 40th birthday and it's been like two weeks. So, yeah, it's tough. It's tough shaking those things off. Okay. Well, 
That uh, that's it. It's I'm on John Rom, Max Homa, and my mate Jason Day. The Batman's got Scotty Scheffler, JT, and Keegan Bradley. And Words is on Colin Morikawa, Max Homa, and Cocaine Chris Kirk. Wow. <laughs> hey Jared, we got We're lots, all over the place. lots. Yeah, we are. But that's uh, yeah, that's probably a good thing. Um, lots of dads with sons listen to the show. So where can they find uh, your website to order some bats and maybe give an H I N six, nine promo code. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yeah. Victorsports.com. Check us out on Instagram. It's at Victor sports. Uh, if you, if you guys know the right people, reach out and we'll definitely get you hooked up. For sure. Sweet. And if you ever start making putters, please to God, send me one. I need, I need serious fucking help over here. <laughs> I'll let you know. Awesome. Jared, thanks so much for coming on. Best of luck. We're pulling for you, segment one, but just remember, we're coming for you, the overall standings, all right? Yeah, let's go, baby. Yeah. All right, man. Congrats. We'll talk to you soon. See you, guys. Later, See bro. ya. Woo. And there you have it. The Batman. The Batman. It's like, Words and I had never talked to him before. We texted, obviously, whenever he won on Sunday, reaching out to see if he wanted to come on. He instantly was like, yeah, come on. So it's like, Kind of like that whole thing when the phone's ringing and you're like, I wonder what this guy's voice is going to sound like. I mean, I was. it's like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine if he did sound like that? I was like, you know, I, I went back to work in the steel mill. And- <laughs> yeah. Hi, is Jared there? <laughs> yeah, I know. that. Was, what a story. I mean, working at a steel mill, starts making bats in a basement, and now he's supplying bats. I mean, Bryce Harper's epic home run that he hit in the World Series was with, was with one of his bats. I mean, that's pretty pretty awesome. That's incredible. You know, it only means one thing, J.E. We're turning your basement into a meth den. Let's go. <laughs> Let's start cooking. Words, I don't have a basement. What? <laughs> but what, what is under there? We just use my garage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, words, I, I can't say, like, listen, I was worried. I think a lot of people prior to last week were, were dead set on taking Rom. And with the way he played, I, I just don't. I think that I might get a, another discount on him, and, and I couldn't. I couldn't ask for anything more. I want to play the number one, who I've said is the best player in the world for several years now. I'm going with him, and if he burns me, Rory's <laughs> done this to me too. I I loved Rory. I fucking hate him too. There's Rom nothing, better not make me hate him. Okay, there's nothing worse than a player you love <laughs> fucking you in the ass. The players' championship. I know. Day, if Day doesn't, <laughs> Day and Rom fuck me so well. It's unbelievable. <laughs> it's like they both missed the cut. It's like yeah. Did you hear Je got DP'd <laughs> by Rom and Day? <laughs> Dude, Day was in my lineup all week because I honestly did not think you had the balls. But he played too well at Bay Hill. There was too many people talking about him. Too many pundits were throwing him in. I was like, he's gonna be picked at least thirty or forty times. Yeah. Yeah. So, no, I I think even more than that, maybe it, it would have been great to jump off that cliff with you, though, buddy. Well, I'll say I do think I think you're right. There's been too much talk about Day. I think he's going to get a lot of love because a lot of these so-called experts have picked him. But as Jared said too, I think the same thing for Keegan Bradley. You were on him last week. I was kind of like smiling like the Grinch whenever he started out. I think he shot 41 on Friday on his front nine. And I'm like, ha, 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 this dumb bastard's going to miss the cut, only to come back and play as well as anybody on the weekend. And so I think Keegan Bradley is riding some serious momentum heading into this tournament, but it also sets up for a bunch of these people to pick him. There's always going to be that guy that a lot of people pick that comes out and shits the bed, and we're just like, ha, 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 I'm glad I'm not on him. John Rom this week. <laughs> no. Yes. Listen, it, it, no, I saw there was over 100 different scenarios where – Rom, Scheffler, and Rory could could each become number one. So it's a big tournament, and anything can happen, and only time will tell. Words, there can only be one player's champion. Oh, Chris Kirk, the improbable boy. How about last year? You remember Araban Lahiri was was making a run last year? I mean, he finished outright second. Oh, there's always a, a fucking no-name dude that comes up in this tournament. It's great. Colt Nose, several years ago, finished T3. Did he? Oh, yeah. So that's what's crazy, too. I saw a stat from last year's top 10. I think four of those guys are now at live. Um, obviously, Cam Smith, Aaron Raban Lahiri, uh, Harold Varner, and then there was one other that, that jumped ship. It might have been fucking DJ with, like, a backdoor T8 or Did something. Did Keimer have a... Cheeky players last year. I mean, he's a past champion, which was like is Keimer and live now? Yeah. Oh God. I don't think I still don't think he's even playing though. You know what's crazy? I remember 
coming back from Godsey's bachelor party in LA and like sitting in the airport delayed for a little bit and watching Keimer when he was up by like 11 in that US Open. Yes. I mean, it's fucking crazy. His career arc is is insane because he won number one in the world. I mean, he had a stretch where he was the when best he was like fucking player in the world. Yeah. Yeah. And then, I mean, he got hurt or is he just a pussy? We don't know. Well, he is German. Yeah. So is Klaus. What do you got? What are you saying? <laughs> what German <laughs> or or a pussy? Just <laughs> <laughs> oh, kidding. No. Oh my god. Um, closing out words. I'll say two things. Alec Murdoch is innocent, <laughs> and go John Rom. <laughs> Eric is a bitch. <laughs> Eric is a bitch. Three three things. <laughs> All right. Well, what more can you say after that? You guys enjoyed the golf this week. Keep your head down. You can't drink like me. You can't smoke like me. Let's party together. Oh, my goodness.